on this week's episode of Dumb. I that's not right. Is it? Is that what I say? Is that what I'm supposed to say? On this week's episode yeah. of Devil Strap Podcast, blah blah. Yeah. Sorry. Whew. All right. It's a week. It's been a week <laughs> already. On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, liar, liar, no vamps on fire. And demons bone you every time. Let's do this. episode of devil's trap podcast i'm diana and i'm liz coming to you live once again from my childhood bedroom where i have no proper lighting or technically a really good sound but hey we're doing it sisters we're doing it for ourselves mm-hmm. how are you diana i'm all right i'm all right um you know it's uh, like i think i've alluded like my my life is very busy right now and that's okay we're gonna what week is it what it's south by week it is south by week oh yeah so yeah it's south by week and um it's also just that it just makes it exceptionally busy season for the music industry in texas and in general but it's pretty fucking cray all good stuff for the most part just cray so yeah i'm 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 delighted that i'm actually nowhere near austin for the next week (laughs) that you know it was a benefit of some of my my sudden uh relocation to this room um i'm in more of this room i'm not being held hostage everything is fine (laughs) uh but i am you know so TLDR, I am in a house with my mom and trying to wrangle four cats. And that is, you know, a a job into itself. Just, you know, and I still have my regular job in this job. But you know, like when people have kids, you're like, yeah, you know, that seems like a lot of work. People should try having four fucking cats. Like, this is some gnarly ass, nasty, smelly shit. And I've got, like, they all have, like, their little, like, territories. And I need to find the documentary where, like, the cats, like, have, you were the one where they, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's, like, The Life of Cats or something easy. Where, like, they had, like, the city cats and they had the cats that, like, lived in the house and, like, the farm cats. And they put GP, like, they put GPS trackers in their collars and they figured out like where they wandered for like a mile and like they figured out that even inside a house that like cats have their little territories so i can see like these cats like doing things and so but like my cat is upstairs and like locked in like she's not locked in a closet don't call uh, sarah mclaughlin she's just like you know in like a large bedroom and bathroom space but she has has her dedicated area she has her dedicated area because we cannot have what happens when she meets the other cats who are chonkers they are like the world they are so so fat and they're, they're fluffy chonkers some of them are fl- one of them is fluffy one of the fl- one's fluffy the me. other two are just 
They big Don't farm miss. cats. Like they they're thick. They I think they are thick. I don't think they're chunky. They're thick. With two C's. <laughs> With two C's. And so in order to make, you know, I'm trying to smarten up this house to make it a little more accessible for some elder care and some other things, right? And one of the things is like, okay, we gotta get this litter situation under control. And so I have, you know, acquired the famous like robot litter thing you know the thing that everyone says is so great but they don't preface it with but you've got to teach the cats how to use those litter boxes they don't want to go in there because they're afraid of it because it's a fucking robot and they don't want to go inside of it and so i started asking my coworkers, and when i was like oh yeah i got them to use it after two to three weeks and so one of the the things like you're supposed to do is to let the their litter box just like let it go let it get funky so until they find somewhere so so they go in the other thing that's right next to it but that's (laughs) also the room that i work out of for most of the day so it's just like this foul it's it's not bueno So that's like my insane life right now. And if anybody has like tips on how to get your cats into the fucking robot litter thing, let me know. Like I tried just putting one of them in there and I think I traumatized it. Like, nope, never going in there again. She's just like, no. Never again. Well, it was a food motivated one, right? So I've gotten Ah. her to like put her paw on it just by putting food on it. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't want to like be like, come eat here. Like that's not a thing you want to teach a cat. Like I don't want to put oh, the treats yeah. in there. Like so that's true. That's true. Yeah, oh, and that's a, that's a fun challenge. It's a fun challenge. So it's very much a trying to figure that out. I currently have no water. Don't know why. I have no idea. Um, yeah, and just using, you know, sisters doing it for themselves. I used a chainsaw this week, hacked down Woo-hoo. a bunch of trees that were all over a porch because it's Texas and things fall. We had a big ice storm. And I guess just yeah. nobody took care of that. And I was tired of looking at trees. So one of my friends bought me a, you know, like it's, they're so much easier to use now. They're electric. Like it was so much less like, because, you know, like the whole like pull and chain thing. Like I always knew I was going to like loop, miss that chain and like pop myself in the face with a blade. Right. Like, you know, I would be like a machete dry or machete tour guide, but with a chainsaw like scar which would be badass but you know not the look i want no no i i agree it's not probably the the goal yeah but now like it's just like there's you know it looks like a regular chainsaw but it's very light and you just put like you know like a ryobi like battery or lithium battery in it and just push a button and it's so easy so zombie apocalypse new weapon for sure like that and my friend said he was gonna throw it out afterwards and like the hell you are like i have a new chainsaw is what i heard if you said you're gonna throw it out yeah it's not Mm -hmm. disposable that's usable so that's you know my home study uh so just doing that and cleaning like the cleaning never stops diana i feel like cinderella just without you know but at least I'm not in heels, I guess. At least I don't have to wear glass shoes. Those seem very it uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. Very. <sighs> so how about you? What is exciting in the, your household? Well, I'll, I'll start with the more mundane and we'll, we'll end okay. with the most You're exciting. So yeah, I mean, might as well. So um, 
yeah, this past weekend, uh, I went to a couple or to a local show and then also got to go see a, a really great touring artist, uh, Sierra Farrell with Jamie Wyatt. And they both have angel voices and are amazing. And you know, it was a really good show um, that my company put on. Then um, I got to go. It's spring break for most of the, of, of, well, a lot of the people at the schools in Texas right now. So like, anyways, my sister, my niece were off. So it was uh, time to go eat at Italy for lunch. Italy. You have to Italy. say it right. Italy. So uh, we went to uh, Italy at North Park to have lunch at the, with the fam and babe and all. And uh, had a lovely bottle of red wine at lunch. Yes, I went back to work having a, a glass of wine. I didn't drink the bottle by myself. Don't care. And we had this lovely bottle and it was $60, which sharing, you know, okay, 60 bucks for a bottle of wine at a meal. Not insane. Right. But I'm like, hey, I like this wine so much. And they sell wine here. I bet they have this wine on the shelf. I'm going to go buy it. Knowing that, if you didn't know this, most wine that you buy in a restaurant is about 100% markup from what the price at the retail price, not the wholesale retail price. It's about 100% markup. Okay. So whatever you're going to buy it for at the wine store, they're charging you twice that. That's standard. Just, it is what it is. It's shitty, but it, people do it. Well, it, it's pretty. It's standard, but I know yeah. a lot of restaurants that do not. So, well, so I go to buy this bottle of wine and did not get the greatest service in the wine department, but that's neither here nor there. Definitely judged people buying garbage wine. And then uh, found the bottle and it was $15 and 90 cents at the restaurant in the same establishment. It was $60 for a bottle or 15 for a glass. And you know what? <laughs> Shit. That is stupid. Okay. It's fucking stupid and offensive. And I was pissed. But I bought the wine because it's good and I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> well, I think but the thing is also, if you have never been to Italy, which, uh, so it's basically, we've talked about it on the show before. It's a place where there's, you know, there is a restaurant in the middle of a goddamn grocery store and it's just a grocery store, right? But it's a grocery store that has Italian products, but it's also like, they're delicious. Like I want to eat everything that's in there. Like it's all the food, like it's all my carbs. It's all my truffles. It's all my butter. It's all my cheese. Yes, yes, yes. And, and wine and whatever, but and salami and butcher shop. Salami, and, whatever. It's, ama it's amazing. Wine store. So it's not like. The wine store, like, was the restaurant was across the street from the liquor store where you could get it. Like, it was a literal, like, you hop a turnstile and there's the bottle of wine. It wasn't even a turnstile. It's just in the same property. Anyways, so it was annoying. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, the wine's delicious. So much it, is, it is what it is, but what it is is stupid. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Anyways. Harumph. And what's, what's kind of annoying is I would have happily played, paid 30, 25 to $30 for that bottle. They could have charged me that. And I would be like, well, that sounds about right. Would it be really funny if you're really pissed and they're like someone just fucked up and like marked the, pri the price of their wine wrong like in the store and it was supposed to be like 45 and like maybe someone had this scam running this entire time and like you're about to like get somebody fired or like ruin someone's scam. Like there was, it was like, bitch, I was getting this wine for $15. Why'd you have to be a knock? right damn anyways uh but in much more exciting news and positive news 
is um, the uh, our household decided to add a family member last week. And so uh, we are very pleased to welcome uh, Albus, is his name, to the household. He is a blue pit that we got from an amazing local rescue called the Love Pit. And has a uh, he has um, a very beautiful face. He's just over a year old and has 3.5 legs. He's adorable. Yes, he he's very cute. He's a little, very sweet and also a little wiggle worm and gets along great with the other dogs after a little bit of a concerning day one. Uh, now they're all like already besties. It's but great. I think it wasn't a day one. Like y'all started that late. Like that's a disrupt. Oh, no, no. Day, day, day one was still bad. The oh, yeah. whole day one was still bad. The next day was still bad. But yeah, no, it was, it was, there was some little rough patches, but you know, it's bringing a new dog into other dog's territory and it, they have to acclimate and my other dogs are older. They're like nine to 10 and this is a little Yeah. And you can't old. keep, you can't keep your dog in a bedroom. <laughs> like this no, cat. No, we, yeah, no, we, we tried to do some, we had to do some separating for a few days and now it's, now there's, now it's free for all and they're all happy. That's good. I can't Yay. wait to meet my new friend. I'm very excited. He's he's a funny little guy, for sure. I keep calling him dude, duder, because he's a funny little guy. I'm like, little duder? Well, little duder. But I can't say that because I'm going to end up calling him that all the time. He's going to think that's his name. <gasps> Anyways. That's so, why I kept Albus. crashing it. It was like, it was like, couldn't this good come to the consensus no, on the name? We picked Albus. So we went with yeah. Albus. We, we say it to him all the time. Alby for short. Um, for those that would like to know I'll the inspo, be there. I'll give you my little, uh, the little background is, so it's an Albus Dumbledore reference and it's because Albus, um, he wore, uh, he had a gray beard and wore a lot of blues and grays. So blue pit makes sense. And, uh, he had, he had a shriveled hand due to a curse, um, in, in the, in the books, if you are not a Harry Potter fan. And Stago has a little birth defect, and one of his legs is a little, little short and special, a little chicken wing. Um, so no, I I, I prefer the thing that it was cursed. What did he do? Who cursed him? Can we um, curse them back? We should. So there we go. That's the inspo. Inspo. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you. Inspo. Don't don't say that word. Inspo. It's like inspo for our dog. I hope you really like it. He's a rescue. Of course, he's a rescue. Like my dog. Like. <laughs> Uh, and, and in the midst of all this, after finally you, released, yeah, okay, he okay. finally released his uh, shirtless around a shirtless travel calendar, and um, they um, he's donating um, proceeds to the Love Pit as well. So there you go. Speaking of doing good, so we will we will cross promote that. We will post that on our Insta so you can see. Maybe that'll bring. Maybe Dave's milkshake will bring the listeners to our yard. And so, if you if you came here for Dave shirtless around the world, um, welcome. Sit back, buckle up, and maybe next week you'll get a surprise. So, let's dive into talking about supernatural because it's why we're here, and yeah. we're we're gonna talk about season six, episode seven, Family Matters. Right, that's yes. the name of it. It's blank it on is. my screen, and I'm just like, matters. I think it's family matters. You were correct. <laughs> huzzah, huzzah! So, um, so we're here. 
we're here in season six and there's some there's some bumpy shit that's gonna that's gonna happen that makes me not not the happiest person but there are some good things in this episode and and some and some bad so i think we'll kind of we'll, we'll meld through those yeah yeah we get, some good re- we get some good reveals and some good plot line uh, aspects here i think and some and some interesting character development um so yep. so this was directed by guy norman b and we have not seen him since his last very cheery episode asylum all the way back in season one and he was interviewed and and asked like what it was like to come back because it's five years later right and so it's also i i do like to think about you know because we are in 2023, and you know this was in 2010, and really that was a long time ago. This 13 years, but even before that, this show was already five years in the making. So I was just thinking about the timeline and the production and the things that have changed and the things that have stayed the same, right? And so it has to be really cool to direct something in the first season and then come back in the fit after everyone's yeah. kind of like. The gelled and got the groove. Yeah. The show's super established now. And yeah, that does have to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's got to be kind of flattering for them to call you back. Like, okay. Yeah. And he said, like, uh, almost like 95% of the crew is the same. And, you know, like he'd been friends with them because the Vancouver film crew was, you know, like that scene is tight. And so I just thought that was interesting. And, you know, it's just a fun, he's a fun director. And I I like what he did in this episode. Uh, He doesn't really have a lot of, of new things going on seems lately he's tweeting a lot but you know hmm. we all have our jobs that can be yours whatever um but it, yeah i i y'all can go read his tweets i i'm not talking about him all right so this is also written by uh dab and laughlin though so yeah, i love it when these duos are together so mm-hmm. and i did feel like family matters which we know was an urkel you know a reference to family matters like we could have had like one urkel like a winslow like some sort of reference in here i think y'all missed the ball on this guys like i think you're right perfect opportunity very easy references to make for sure so we start up with (laughs) jared's all tied up in a chair which you know he is whatever (laughs) <laughs> so we got yeah we've got um sam's tied up and is slowly coming out of being knocked out because if we remember we ended episode six with dean beating the ever-loving shit out of sam's face and so it was pointed out on the supernatural wiki that the beating that was happening on his face doesn't necessarily match the wounds that he currently has but maybe like Cass healed him and like dean beat him again either way like you be- there was too much sam beating going on but Cass, That's a lot yeah mm-hmm. Cass is playing doctor and i love his diagnostic questions right i feel like there's like a, they're gonna be a chart and be like all right you know like fever talking in tongues sleeping like those are all things like on his yeah. checklist yeah uh and he's like no but but we do find out that sam hasn't slept since he came back over a year ago but then like and like but he was just passed out so you can he can be knocked unconscious but he doesn't sleep is that why it took so long for him to pass out when dean was punching him maybe that's a good Mm -hmm. question i don't know um but then his next question is asking what sam feels and sam's like oh my nose is broken I feel like my nose hurts. <laughs> yeah. I feel pain. My face fucking hurts. No. Um, so yeah, my, he's like, no, no, not physical. What do you feel? And Sam can't answer that. So 
now we know Castiel has a suspicion and informs him that this is going to be unpleasant and sticks a belt in his mouth. I'm just going to tell you there's something, somebody tells you something's going to be unpleasant and sticks a belt in your mouth. You can probably rest assured it's going to be unpleasant. Also, where did he get the belt? He pulled it off, I thought, of himself. Well, I, I didn't like, see, like, and also, like, how weird would it be? Like, okay, so we have, like, your brother's boyfriend. He's just, like, hold on. And he, like, takes his belt off. You're, like, this is going to be unpleasant. This is going to be unpleasant. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so, and then he, Castiel reaches inside Sam, who is obviously in a large amount of pain. And figures out that no, he does a chest cavity search. You have to say oh, it because yeah. it's funny. Because it's a chest, chest cavity, cavity and so it's like a cavity search, but it's a chest cavity search, and that that amuses me. Well, his soul's gone. Sam ain't got no soul. Oh, so I feel like like somewhere just like soul. get down. Like he can't get down anymore. He just get can't. Up, but get on up. But no more soul. Okay. Uh, that one, and with my side so, ponytail bopping. You got it. You got that's bop. how I'm so you got a good bop. Yeah. Uh, so Dean's like, uh, Cassiel, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, he got resurrected without a soul. Uh, must still be down in the cage with Michael and Lucifer. Sorry. Oh. Uh, and so I like that, though. Dean is like, well, is it still Sam? And Cass is like, hey, hey, that's a philosophical question. <laughs> but it's one that I think, like, we're not really, de- like, I would spend so much time talking about this. Like, what difference does this make? And I think, you know, some of the other people in this episode, or things in this episode, are just as interested. Just being like, what? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. How are you different? Like, how does this make you different than right. other Sam? Right. And so, because right. he clearly, there's some things like he's doing because he should. Right. Right. But yeah. so he does feel that this is AI. He's like, Sam is a computer. <sighs> Sam is AI. Sam is AI. This is exactly. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, is, is that what it is? Like, I don't know. Because he's still like, he knows, and we'll see him kind of going through right and wrong in this episode in fun ways. Yeah. Well, and so. But of course, of course, Dean wants to get his soul back because that's what Dean does. He's a fixer, mm-hmm. uh, but he don't trust soulless Sam. And so he's like, no, no, you're going to freaking stay here and get tied up. You, um, you know, that that's all there is to it. And they go back and forth about it. Yeah, I just love it, Sam. It's just like, I'm fine. I'm fine with like, that. Yeah. I'm so cool. That's cool. That's cool. Do you know what's easier? Nope, like, yeah, I'm like, I don't have like that much of a moral compass. Like, whatever. So, but they agree finally, like, look, Sam's able to untie himself because, but he was, so he was just sitting there the whole time. It's also hot. Because he wanted to. And uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, you're stuck with the soulless guy. Sorry. So, uh, Castiel gonna go clean him up and boops him back to being put all, all healed and then we'll uh you know they've got to go figure out who busted Sam out of hell all Sam says he remembers is waking up in a field but then there's one other thing Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. what do we give you next we go to the Campbell can that's what I'm calling it it's not the Campbell compound it's the Campbell can you're welcome I made your bad super joke for you <laughs> huh. I went for it. 
We're, we're, you sure even, did. You sure did. I wasn't so, even drinking when I wrote that. You're welcome. So we, they're going to go see Samuel. And they are. And so within the Campbell can, everyone is just sharpening knives. That is all you do there. You just yeah. sharpen knives and things. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I mean, I guess they're good at it. I'm not. So it's nice to know it's a good skill set to have. You know, like, I, I find it soothing. I also know that I have no idea where any knife grinders ever are when I need them. Like, I feel like this is, like, I'm in my parents' house. My father probably has a buttload of them where they are. I don't know. So when I need them, I never have them. So but I, I I enjoy that a clicking, like the... It's very soothing and meditating, but... This is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of lot of knife sharpening going on. So they go see Samuel, and uh, and he gets a wonderful library room. He does have a nice little library room, and so it's Dean and Sam and Samuel, and uh, Castiel appears as, as the quote unquote their wingman. Get it? Huh. So basically, they're like. Samuel, you, you we need to know what the fuck is going on. Um, and Samuel decides to make a side comment about Castiel being scrawny. So Cass informs him that his true form would be the size of the Chrysler building. And, but when do they ever use their true forms? Because even when they're up in heaven, they're still in their vessels, right? And so, like, when does the true form shit happen? Like, if, like, Castiel is talking to another angel, like, why aren't they in their true forms? They don't need to be in their vessels. Like, what happens to their vessel when they go to their, like, are they just stuck in, like, are they stuck in their vessel until they exit it to become their true form? I don't know. A good question. There's not a lot of clarity. They don't give a lot of that kind of stuff on the angels. I don't know. Yeah. So, but we do find we saw like you said like we start getting a lot of we get a lot of story. We get a lot of expose here. Hmm. Yeah. So we find out Samuel's like, look, I'm not. I got nothing to hide. Um. So whatever you need to do, and Castiel's gonna check. So he's gonna get his angel cavity search is what they call it here. Um, or us. I also call it a soul cleanse. And uh anyways, what is what, <laughs> he's yelling of course. Basically he's, like Cass he's Cass fists him from the front. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, the fist from the front. So it's through your belly button, which you know, like yeah, no, we're oh. just gonna stop. Okay, go on. Right. So his soul's intact. And Samuel's like, hey, you know, Do we, I, does that I mean can... he goes through the umbilical cord? Do you think it actually goes through the belly button? Like, and that's where your soul is? Your soul's inside your belly button? Because it looks like it's way down further in the crotch. Like, once his hand, like, it's in there. Like, maybe it's a prostate. Oh. But I don't have a prostate. So no. Maybe that's why I don't have a soul. Well, there's a lot of, a lot of women without souls, then. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Is that why men hate us? I got the impression, I got a feeling that it was like he was reaching like in this area and reached up like under the ground. Oh, see, I saw down. Oh, you saw up? Okay. All right. We all see what we see. It's like a Rorschach test, but just with people where people get fisted through their, their belly button. Okay, moving <gasps> on. So Samuel so, gets, is very upset about how touched by an angel he got. Yeah, he's not into it, but he's basically like, hey, you know, by the way. <laughs> I mean, at I'm least gonna... he wasn't into it. <laughs> it would be no. better if, like, Samuel was like, can like, I have a cigarette? Yeah. Like, yeah. One more time. Uh, like, Do it again, daddy. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, so Samuel though d- did know something was up. He's like, yeah, I knew something was off and Sam scared me sometimes. So I'm not surprised by this information, uh, but I'll help you guys. It'll be fine. And Cassiel's like, cool. I got a, I got a bolt because I'm just in the middle of a civil war. Don't mind me. And Dean's real mad about it, but he's like, yeah, of course, Dean, your problems come first. And Cassiel leaves. So was that sarcasm? I mean, obviously we know the couple is fighting and they're bickering with each other. Is like, but to say, but I also don't feel like it was sarcasm. I feel like Cass really meant like your problems come first and like just. But he doesn't because he didn't come when Dean was calling for help before. So he doesn't mean that shit. I think they come first when they have to. I don't know. But anyways, he's going to tear the attic up and yeah, and Angel and Dean's going to come first. So Dean wants to know why the Campbell can has all these hunters gathered because they're going to have a big hunt because they've got a lead on the alpha vamp. Alpha vamp. Alpha vamp. Woo. And, uh, Oh my God. That's a sample. A lot of instructors make. <laughs> I, I do that a lot. Uh, and so, and, so they're going in the morning and Sam is real bummed that Samuel didn't call him and ask him to come. Aww. And Dean's like, well, obviously it's because of me. Cause Samuel doesn't trust me, especially on a big, big thing like this. Uh, and Samuel's like, no, I just don't know you. What? Dean's like, you know what? Dean's like, it's fine. Look, we'll go with you. You can call all the shots. I'll listen. I just don't want to miss the big, Big Daddy Bloodsucker. Big Daddy Bloodsucker. That is what he calls him. And that's gross, but also awesome. Because if he's just like, I'm going to go find my Big Daddy Bear. That is what Dean, like, you're just writing this fanfic for them, guys. Like, you really are. Like, y'all just put it out there. But And, and And he straight up said, tell Samuel he trusts him. And, and yeah, it's like, I trust you. And then like five minutes later, it's like, I don't trust him. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, why would, why would these guys trust? Him? But I also yeah. get like FOMO, right? Like, oh shit, no, like you have the alpha vamp. Like, I want to see that. Like, yeah. of course I'm in. Yeah. So, uh, Sam though is shocked that Dean has said that he doesn't trust someone in his family and see and that's ai shit i feel like that's programmed like because like you you code that in there you love family and sam's like i'm supposed to love family but dean you don't trust grandpa he's family do not compute does not compute does not compute so they go back in and we are in the hunter weapon lair with um jars of blood axes machetes and more where uh, Sam sits down to help prep things while Dean wanders off to go explore by himself and break into Samuel's office. But he gets caught by Christian. He tries to play it off, and then they just totally shit talk to each other back and forth until uh, Christian implies that when they go on the big hunt tomorrow, accidents happen. So basically saying he might try to kill Dean. And he also gets really rude and says that the only action that Dean has seen is between his girlfriend's slut legs, which is, I think, very harsh dialogue and disgusting. And, yeah. like, too far, Christian. Like, I don't care I mean, who you're shit-talking. Like, whoa! And that's when Dean, yeah. like, is just like, that is too far, Christian, and throws him up against the wall. 
Dean was the one to talk to say something about talking to Christian's wife at the beginning of it. He did, but he it wasn't as like it was more like a your mom. It was less like, crude. It yeah, was less it crude. was it was more like yeah, just like a fuck your wife, you know, like that kind of shit talk. But like when you go mm. to like sweat legs, like that's too far. Like I don't know why. It's well, there's many reasons why, but it's just like so you're like the shit I know it's about to happen to Christian. Like I don't mind, but also the implying that. I'm going to accidentally kill you on our mission. Right. I feel like those, that combination is pretty over the line, Christian. You're not, this, this workplace is hostile. (laughs) Hostile work environment for sure. Oh, so it's just before dawn. They're loaded up. We got three trucks, the van and baby all rolling out. I do love the van, man. If we could throw some surveillance equipment in here, I would be set, but I love it. Go van. Go van. So they park and Samuel's given the lowdown and assigning duties. Like the house is right over the hill, a dozen vamps plus the alpha there. Christian's going to take the flank. The rest of everybody else is going to come with, with me. And uh, by the way, Dean and Gwen, you stay behind for any stragglers. And Gwen is not happy. She asks if she's, she says, I'm in the rear with the reject. So, so I don't know how to feel about Gwen. No, and I think that's intentional. I think they want you to feel mixed about her. Yeah, because I'm just like, one, like, why is Samuel, when, why is Samuel so, I mean, obviously he equates her with Mary, but it's like he's very overly protective. Because there's other women in this mm-hmm. hunter group that are not being, it's not a, Maybe, I don't no. think it's a sexist thing, right? I no, think it's, it, a, it's, it's a Gwen specific thing. It's a very Gwen specific thing. And so, she wants to fight and I like that about her, but then also I just don't know where her loyalties are. I just don't, I just don't know how I trust her. Right. Well, and then she makes a comment and then, and Dean, she kind of apologizes to Dean after everybody leaves for, because she's not a reject. bitch. And that's, oh, yeah. and that's and what's like, confusing. She's not a bitch. Yeah. And, but he's like, well, you know, he's like, she's, she, they figured out, they make the illusion that he, that Samuel thinks of her like Mary and they're in, and, um, Dean basically says it's a compliment. Like when he says like, yeah, you speak your mind like her. So, you know, and she's like, well, yeah, it's, it's a positive. So maybe there are other characteristics about her that carry over. So but then they hear a noise in the bushes. And of course a vampire attacks them. And, <laughs> and, uh, there's good hissing going on. She gets attacked. Dean jumps in and she cuts his head off and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, Dean kind of gets his, like, he's not on his A game. He kind of gets his, uh, he's not looking very good. And so he gets his ass kicked by his vamp and she saves his ass, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody, you hear somebody, um, wait, yeah, and then they, gunshots. gunshots. Yeah, then you hear gunshots, right? And so Dean goes running towards the gunshots like an asshole. And and leaves her alone, which is honestly like, that is more the shitty thing. Is like, okay, Dean, you had shit to do, but you just also left her by yourself. Like that's like you know, like like either like you you can't just leave her there. That's rude. That is. Stop leaving your friends behind, dickheads. All right. So they go and um, he gets to the house, and there are bodies strewn about (gasps) on the grounds. With uh, missing Let their the heads. bodies hit the floor, and then he sees um, he sees like the wind vane, and he has his little vampy flashback, including the creepy twins, and you see a couple more decapitated bodies, and then we see one of the chicks from the compound at the window yell out to him, Dang. and then get yanked back, and then there's blood splatter. So who was the chick at the window? 
Was that a hunter or was it a vampire? Because it looks like she said Dean, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I thought she said Dean. So was it, because I was like, well, I can't tell if this is someone who was with him or a vampire who remembered him because he just remembered his vamp daddy. And do all vamps remember each other? I don't know. I assumed it was a hunter. Okay. Whatever. It's confused. And I'm confused. And so he goes back to Gwen, finally. He was like, oh yeah, I should check on this girl that I just left by herself. Well, first, before he goes back, he's sneaking around. He hears Samuel's voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. And he sees Samuel with other hunters and Sam carrying a jar of blood, leading a handcuffed alpha vamp with a hood over his head into the back of the van what's up with the jar of blood i don't know is it like follow he just follows blood follow like it just like what like leading like, like leading the cat to the litter box like me with like the treats trying to be like go to the litter box but i can't put the blood in the van or he won't get in or is it or is it or are they chasing him with it because it's dead man's blood i don't know it's weird so Sam kind of thinks he saw Dean, but he's not sure. So D- Dean does go back to Gwen. And when he gets there, she asks where he was right then though, Samuel and the others all return. And uh, they ask how everything was. And, and Gwen does not rat out Sam- uh, Dean for having left. She, she just is like, again. Oh, there's one. Gwen's being kind of cool. Kind of cool. Gwen. Okay. So Dean's like, hey, yeah, by the way, where's that alpha? I want to go pay my last respects. And Samuel lies to him Mm-mm. and says, you better bring your marshmallows. It's already on the pyre. Mm. Also, nobody wants s'mores over a burning vampire. No. Um, but I, mean, I love s'mores, but. You're a liar, liar, no vamps on fire. So, <laughs> so Dean's just like, uh-huh, and doesn't call him on it. He just lets it ride. And then him and, and, gets and to, the car gets Sam. The car. Yeah. And then we do another Sam test. Oh. Uh, uh, he keeps asking asking questions. How things went? Nothing weird. And you can see like the Sam math going on. Like, what should I? What am I supposed to do? Like, the AI compute what, is going to like. He was like, do I lie or do I not say? Like, what am I supposed to say? I, Samuel is family. I must protect family. But Dean is family, and his little brain is just like Whoa? brain melting. Yeah. So, uh, they pull. He, Dean pulls over, screeches to a halt, gets out of the car, confronts Sam. And he's like, look, I saw you load up the alpha, and that seems weird. And Sam's like, oh, you weren't supposed to know about that. I I appreciate how many times I've gotten to write Jacques this season. But he does. He accuses Sam. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just something Samuel's been doing. (laughs) Takes him somewhere and grills him for info. Like, monster waterboarding? Um yeah but so like sam's kind of just like wait like is it weird i didn't know that was weird i just thought that was normal oh yeah it was it was my idea not to tell you because i thought you'd mess up because you're more like shoot shoot first ask questions later but we've got questions we need to ask (laughs) team's like dude dude or is diana who said bruh 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 this bra, is, I thought you wanted your soul back, bra. This is shady. This is so shady. Super shady. Uh, and Sam, but this is where we get what you were alluding to about the, the Sam not being able to compute. He's like, yeah, but he's our grandfather. 
And Dean's comment to him, response is, you can't assume family means the same thing to him as it does to us. He's not dad. It's also an important life lesson. You know, what your fam- like what family means to you does not necessarily mean what family means to other people. And it's like a very good perspective to have, you know, like mm-hmm. we can't all be in our Fast and the Furious family all the time. Like sometimes there are people that are outside of our family and then we have to take their gasoline or something. I don't know, but (laughs) you're really working for the fast and furious reference there. I like it. I like it. I like it. So Dean's like, Sam, you just have no instincts anymore. And that's kind of messed up. And so, um, you know, we've got to figure this out. So Dean, I'm Dean says, I'm going to be in charge now. And Sam's like, you have to tell me, he's like, Sam, you have to tell me everything because you can't tell what's important or, or you get to go with Samuel. It's up to you. Well, he's just like, I am driving this bus. And I'm also just like, can you be my life coach? I mean, I don't necessarily want Dean Winchester as my life coach because I don't think he makes good decisions. But no, sometimes... I mean, like, cause, cause, cause I think in your life, I think like the things that, you know, that you need advice on don't have much to do with um identity theft gambling and um uh, uh, killing monsters i was like i've dealt with at least one of those this week well i'm just like what and like yeah yeah i did identity theft do that yeah like but no but just in general like the idea of like somebody like sometimes i'm very tired and maybe this is why people join cults because there's like someone driving the bus and was like yes Tell me what I'm supposed to do. Tell me what's right from wrong and just drive my bus, Dean. Oh, now it's all getting dirty again. How does it always go back to... Drive my bus, Oh, anyways. All right. So, but basically... Does he he know where all the buttons are? Anyways. um, We're going to get a choice. I I do love the way they play this, right? They're like... For sure. You get a choice. You follow Dean's lead or you can go back to Samuel. Pick one. And so Sam... we We show Sam packing up his bag and goes in to tell Samuel or Samuel's packing a bag and Sam enters and says, Hey, uh, Dean left. Um, you know, we're just not seeing eye to eye anymore. Yep. And tells him that, look, I want in, I want in on everything. I want to be in on inter- interrogations or everything. And I'm like, Oh, I thought you went too hard, boy. He's going to totally get sus. He's not going to let you in. If you say that off the bat, Yeah, but- your social engineering skills aren't the best, Sam. That's also part of the problem. Like, you know, with instinct, not- with the AI, like, not having a soul thing, right, is, like, learning nuance. Nuance mm-hmm. is important. And if you're going to fuck your way backstage, like, you need to know, like, certain nuances of, like, you know, who, like, which doorman is important, you know, and how to talk to them. And so right. Sam just, like, but also, but Samuel has, like, a very good counter. He's just, like, no soul, no go. Mm-hmm. We can't trust you. Gotta figure, gotta figure it out first. So Sam's kind of sad and he goes outside and he goes into the van where there's a stashed phone. Interesting. And he goes, opens this flip phone and like clicks around on it. Then he walks away and our next scene, we see him get in the car with Dean. What? And they, who does say it was a 60, 40 chance that he thought Sam was actually coming back. So it was a setup. 
Sam was trying to get on the inside with Samuel and was unsuccessful. So his backup plan that he did not tell Dean, which was a smart one, was to go get the GPS coordinates of the warehouse where they're keeping the alphas from the cell phone. He pulls Which it up on smart. his lap, lappy top and and he, he work has it also yeah. so his laptop in their moving baby has it's 2010 he has wifi Impressive. fucking wifi and baby that can track this GPS you are setting up my surveillance van Mr. Sam Mr. Sam Winchester because this is this is baller no. um, but also he's just like oh like Samuel doesn't understand Velcro but in like the last episode he was a like master hacker and like running surveillance and like now like he can't be like he will, he doesn't know what a GPS tracker is and like yeah. and it also didn't look like he was just clicking in there it looked like he put something physical on it like an it actual like sending a text I don't know it like, looks like he was sending a text why didn't they just put a tracker in the van I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways. All right. So, so much on surveillance. Da, 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 da. Uh, so we get a, a cut to Diana's favorite location. Yes. An abandoned warehouse. Yay. Industrial sites. Okay. <laughs> I was like, if someday they're going to pull up, there's going to be a rave happening here. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. So we've got um, a this warehouse. We got samuel with christian and they're fully armed. parker lewis is just he can't lose he's all fucking armed up and then we've got uh sam and dean pull up in baby and they find the door has been coated in dead man's blood as a vampire repellent which they, they think is very clever i mean like it's a repellent but like i think like if i was a vampire i'd be like dead man's blood oh there's a hunter in here or something really important in here. Yeah, like, it was like, why is this random warehouse have de- have blood? That's not something I find in like my storage no. locker normally. Like, no, whatever. So we've got some somewhere in this building. We know that Samuel and Christian are in there, fully armed. And now Sam and Dean go in, and they're just going to wander around willy nilly in a building they don't know. And they almost get caught. Christian almost. Well, it them. is the same warehouse they've been in like seventy five times. So by well, now they know the layout. Fair. And uh but then they realize that they hear Samuel yelling, Where is it? And they've got the Alpha Vamp who we saw a couple episodes ago. Um the Alpha. And he is in like a jail cell strapped into this like real weird electric chair looking thing with tubes in him. What? WTF. Yeah, so I feel like it's trying. They've tried to cross like a general torture thing with like a CIA black site. They can just, but with I don't know what this is, and I don't. Okay, but there's like nails in his feet, a tube going into his neck, and like a weird chest piece. It's all bizarre. But also, and his hands are strapped down. I'm not gonna lie. I love my alpha vamp daddy. Like he's so sarcastic, and I love him because as you're trying this, he's just. stop it hurts yeah i love him and they throw it yeah will you be my daddy (laughs) i don't can we get rid of the fucking creepy twins and like your blood blood sucking daddy my blood sucking vamp daddy 
and and uh, Samuel's throwing this big switch, and it's like acting kind of gets electrocuting him, but he doesn't seem to care. It's all weird. Anyways, and then Samuel's getting like real frustrated uh, with with this, and just just cannot rattle the alpha. And the alpha laughs, and then his fingernails grow real long. On command, how convenient is that shit? Like every time, like you break a nail, like that shit just grows out on its own. Then you just go take it, get it painted, bam, bam, boom. Like I don't have to spend any money on like powder dip or any shit ever again. Yeah, it's weird. Make me a vampire. I don't want the teeth though. Can I get the nail? Not, not. Can I get the regular teeth? Like the other? Yeah, can I get the teeth? same? Not the, like the two, like the, not no. the. Yeah, not oh, the shark not teeth. The... We don't. Nobody wants no, the shark teeth. Creepy. So, um, the his like the Samuel storms off because he's fucking like annoyed and he's not having any luck. But he lost me. And good old Alpha is using that long fingernail to start slowly scratching at the leather wristbands which i guess makes sense because it doesn't electrocute but it's also a real weird choice when you've got like this giant metal like super heavy duty chair where's your silver chains he's a fucking vampire put him in silver chains like and i think silver works on them in this universe i'm pretty sure we'll get to that in a minute but all right so okay whatever leather chains but he also smells her boys and he is yeah he knows they're there boys come on out i want to see you i want to talk to you yeah, and he wants to know how he can help them. And Dean's like, I got questions. And he's like, uh, you know, um, I'm getting pumped through it with a lot of dead, man, dead man's blood right now. So, um, but, you know, I can't put on my bat signal, but his I'm, psychic I'm still going to be out of there. His psychic bat, but I can still, like, I'm not going to be here very long. So, what you got? Uh, well, and this, the vamp is like very happy to tell them yeah. that he's going to eat them. But Sam is really happy that he's like the first alpha vamp, right? Because even with no soul, like Sam still loves no. lore. This is like me. Like, I don't have a soul. I still have lore. And yes, like we find out the alpha vamp daddy has a mommy too. But I think Sam mm-hmm. just wants to know more about vampires. So. I think we all need to know more about vampires, but I think we knew a lot already. Yeah. So I'm going to ask Diana more about what she knows about vampires. Yeah. So basically I wanted to do this for Laura this week. I'm just torturing Diana because it's fun. fun. I love it. Yay. Torture Diana week. Uh, She's like, I haven't had enough. Like a South by week, bitch. But it's a fun torture. You'll like it. You'll you'll ask for more. Uh, So we're going to talk about vampires and pop culture. Because the last time we had this, the surprise guest that's coming on later, we did hellhounds in pop culture. We did. So I feel like, you know, sometimes we'll circle back to this. So we're going to do... We're going to do vampires in pop culture, but also I know your universe is bitch. I know which vampires, like, you know, so. I know. Uh, so hold on to your fangs. All right. Your first question. This vampire was an inhabitant of the planet Draculon, a world where a vampiric race lived on blood and where blood flowed in rivers. Was that A, Selene, B, Lissa Dragomir, C, Vampirella, or D, Carmilla? 
ooh, have I gone to some obscure vampire worlds? I have, but they're not that yeah. obscure. You know them. You'll most really some of these you'll actually figure out. All right. So A, Selena. B, Lissa Dragomir. C, Vampirella. Or D, Carmilla. Which one came from the planet Draculon? I'm gonna go with C because I don't. And you're right. It is Vampirella. She is from Draculon. Hooray! Yeah. All right. Number two, her name means comes from the ancient, oh no, her name coming from the ancient Greek means shining or luminous. And she is named for the ancient Greek goddess of the moon. Is it A, Selene, B, Lysodragomir, C, Vampirella, or D, Carmilla? So Celine, Lissa Dragomir, Vampira, it is Celine, and that is Celine from Underworld. Okay, so she's not that she's not she has been in very a lot of vampire movies. It's Kate Beckinsale, bitch, and like you usually know. So, all right, number three. This influence for Bram Stoker's Dracula was portrayed by Ingrid Pitt in the movies. It is said to have established the cold and dark atmosphere by which vampires operate, at least according to Wikipedia, so whatever. All right, it also introduced a vampire with lesbian tendencies. Woo! She liked the women. Oh, scary. What was her name? Was it A, Celine, B, Lisa Dragomir, C, Vampirella, or D, Carmilla? Carmilla. It was, in fact, D, Carmilla. Oh, you're doing so good, so good. This was, that was written by Sheridan La Fanu. I don't say that Fanny or Fanna or whatever. It was published in 1871 in one of the things that Stoker pulled on for Dracula. All right. So, number four. Who does Lissa Dragomir have a psychic bond with? You get no multiple choice. And I will take, I don't know, I, I will take what she has a bond with or who. So who does Lissa Dragomir have a psychic bond with? And the reason she's making a face is this is one of Diana's vampire. I know it. Yep, and um, I think you just watched, ah! you just watched Vampire Academy, which I thought was rather pleasant. I, I enjoyed it. It's her uh guard it's her guardian and it's um All right, her guardian is a what? Or a who? She's a dampier. Yeah! She's a dampier! And her name, can you get it? Can you get it? Kiss by a Sorry, I was doing a seal. Oh Baby! Yes. Rose. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sure my Damn mother it. downstairs is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Yelling, um, yelling seal songs. It's okay. If I'm gonna yell things, might as well be seal songs, right? Okay, so we're gonna move away from the from those ladies, okay? Okay. This vampire or vampire is known as the bird of death who feasts upon the blood of living humans. He is believed to have been created by Belial, B-E-L-I-A-L, the lieutenant demon of Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. Is it A, Count Orlock, B, Count von Count, C, Count Chocula, or D, Count Dracula? I'm going to go with D, Count Dracula. It is actually A, Count Orlock, a.k.a. Nosferatu. Ah. Uh, so that is the main antagonist and title character portrayed by the German actor Max Schreck 
in the seventh film, Nosferatu, 1922. Nosferatu, eine Symphonie des Grounds. Sorry. Four years of German failed me. All right, number six. This count studied the black arts at the academies of Scolomance in the Carpathian Mountains overlooking the town of Sibiu and has a deep knowledge of alchemy and magic. Is it A, Count Orlock, B, Count Von Count, C, Count Chocula, or D, Count Dracula? D, Count Dracula. It is! Okay, and this is also according to Wikipedia, so the Scholomance, like it looks like Scholomance, S-C-H-O-L-O-M-A-N-C-E, if you're in mm-hmm. our vampire spelling bee, was a fabled school of black magic in Romania, in Transylvania, supposedly run by the devil, and had about 10 students that would become the Solomon. Solomonari, and they taught courses in the speech of animals and magic spells and where the graduates was chosen by the devil to be the weather maker and he gets to ride a dragon and control the weather. Huh. I feel like none of my schools like lived up to this at all. Y'all, like, what the fuck? Like, (sighs) also, I need this universe like now. Someone like make this shit. Write this, write this book, please. There's like some things that like have been kind of off in that that world, but like it's what? just been like a little bit. Like it's just like kind of like uh like I think one of those the the bone ones. Uh, I don't. Know. There's some things that go through there, but it never actually like digs into it. So right. All right, Netflix, pick it up and pay me what you owe me. All right, number seven. This count's real name was Alfred. Was that Count Orlock? Count Von Count, Count Dracula, or Count Dracula? Count Dracula. It's Chocula! Chocula? Yes. Hmm. So, Count Chocula, he was actually named Alfred. Frankenberry was named Frank. Duh. But... So he was actually like Count Chocula's voice was actually Bella Lugosi in a lot of the original commercials. And they spent like two years like writing the script for like Count Chocula and Frankenberry because they didn't want it to scare kids, right? So they're right. like, we need to do this. But so like, but they had like, they're like, okay, instead of saying, I want the suck your blood, they had Bella Lugosi say, I want to eat your cereal. And that was really like, it was, so, and you know, like he was high as shit because he was like all like super like morphine addict at this yeah. point. So just imagine like this super high Bella Lugosi doing the voiceover for cereal for Count Chocula. You're welcome. Thank you. Please someone have video of that and share it with me. All right, and so number eight, your final question. This count has bats named Beauregard, Liuba, Yasha, Bruce, Cynthia, Grisha, Matilda, Misha, Sandor, Winnie Mae, Louisville, Slugger, Luba, Sasha, Tatiana, Louis, and Persephone. Is that Count Orlock, Count Von Count, Count Chocula, or Count Dracula? Count Von Count. It is Count Von Count. From Sesame Street. He also has a cat named Fatty Tata. I don't know if that's like you say her name, but a wolf named Yuba and an octopus named Octavia. I like the count. I love the uh, count. 
I love I, all, I love all of those counts. I'm like, what? I I love Count Orlock. I love Count Von Count. I love Count Chocula. I love Count Chocula. I love all things. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yay! I did. I that was you. I, I, I didn't. Only, I only kind of failed. So I only sort of tortured you, like our our, yeah. our daddy vamp. But it was. I hope it was an enjoy. I hope you liked it and want to come back for more one day. I, I'm sure I will. <laughs> uh, because oh my god, we are still in season six, and there's this may not be the last vampire. So what? what? No. All right, so we're going to get back to some of the things we're learning from our interrogation from mm-hmm. Vamp Daddy. Yeah, and Vamp Daddy Alpha is telling them, he's like, uh, yeah, because Dean's going to try to flip the switch on him after the Alpha's like, uh, you're my child, so of course I fucking know you. So Dean's like, fuck that shit, because the Alpha asks if he enjoyed being a vampire. And then Alpha's like, mm, yeah, you can't scare me and you can't hurt me. When the first man first, when man first huddled around a fire, I was the thing in the dark, which is kind of like chilling. To think so. Well, are you thinking especially like creation stories? Because this is what we're start, right. we're building here. We're building a creation story. So this is vampire. He, not specifically vampires. It was specifically vamp daddy. Him. He was there at the beginning of humankind. And watching, like, like, at a kid, like, some guy, like, hit a woman with a stick, you know? Yeah. Cavemen dragging, you know, shit around. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, but, but like, like, he literally, like, even he has a mother, but he laughs and he won't really, like, he won't expound upon that. You don't tell us who Um, his mommy is. No. mm But he's like, Dean's like, so, but they do kind of get him to start answering questions. They have kind of an exchange where like, hey, we'll ask, answer and ask questions to each other. And Dean's like, what's up with the vampire surge? Alpha's like, uh, obviously we're going to war. Duh. Which is like, I do also the, like, wait, this isn't just me, right? Like, you're saying there are a lot more vamps, like, you can confirm. Thank you. I was just kind of like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not making this shit up. And he's like, oh no, there are. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he's like, well, why did, why did Samuel bring you here? And he's like, but then he's, then he turns to Sam. Alpha turns his attention to Sam. He's like, mm, mm-hmm. you have no soul. And asks what it's like to have no soul. And Sam doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, he's super into this. He's just like, I'm not interested in Eugene anymore. Now I want to no. investigate this thing, which you have to imagine. If you've been around for thousands of years, this is probably the first new thing you've encountered in a very That's true. long time. That's fascinating then. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no. Um, he's like, look, a soul, a soul is predictable. When you die, you go up or down and that's it. What happens to your kind? Where, where do we go? Are freaks like us and monsters? And Dean's smart ass answer is Legoland because of course. So do Alpha mocks them a little bit for their lack of, um, you know, literature knowledge, but uh and he's and he's still using his long fingernail to slowly like scratch on this leather wristband by the way right and it's really uncomfortable to watch it is but now we but, but so now we know it's to, yeah so but the the literature that he's referring to is dante and so this is you know 
referring to like within Inferno, like where things are going, etc. And we have brought up on our last, and we need to answer a question that was brought up in a previous episode, which was, was Dante hot? And after having looked, I looked it up and I looked at bus and I would be sad to say pass. Pass. Sorry disappointing i don't know he honestly you wrote you wrote about all these levels of hell yeah i would so probably fuck dante i mean you don't have to be you know like uh we can we work past the nose we can we can work past the nose anyways okay so but purgatory is real you stupid cattle and i do also like that he refers to them as cattle like you just remind him like you're just food to me it's all you've been for thousands of years that's it yeah so basically what they're trying to, the whole, what, we, what we learn here that's critical is Alpha tells them that Samuel is trying to beat the location out of purgatory out of the Alpha. Samuel is, has been, is trying to get the Alpha to tell him where purgatory is. That's what he wants to know. That's what he's being tortured for. But it's huh. not Samuel that wants to know that. But he's just doing as he's told so who the fuck is controlling samuel is the question well no they make or, as, or as dean puts it it's way better it's way 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 better we get another so, muppet reference we do if the old man is kermit whose hand is up his ass um and surprise samuel christian and tyler appear with shotguns <sighs> fine they're there yeah and what was also like there's some rando with them too right that's just got that tyler dude yeah okay whatever tyler i just have him as a rando rando and they have a tiff so yeah they have a tiff and we um get our brothers get disarmed and dean's lecturing samuel on how stupid he is by put for putting jaws in a fishbowl which is valid um and that whatever, you know, you're hiding, it's, you know, you're going to put everyone around you in the ground. And this is when Samuel stops and he's mad about that because the, the fact that what he's doing could like put people around him at risk does upset him. And so Dean struck a nerve. And then Gwen's there with the shotgun and everybody stops what they're fucking doing. So again, I don't get it. Where, I don't where know. Do we, where do we stand? I don't know. Do we? Because that's a bitch thing she just did. Like, what the fuck, Gwen? Like, I thought you were you cool. Helping? I thought Are you were cool, helping? Gwen. I don't know what you're doing, Gwen. So we see that that Rando Tyler's wandered off to go check out the Alpha and wants to flip the switch. He and also he, looks like he's about to pee himself a lot. Because he he's like, he yeah, yeah. Like, and the Alpha's like taunting him. He's like, I'm not scared. Are you afraid of me? I would be. And he flips the switch and which jolts Alpha enough to uh, rip the rest of his restraints off, tear out of his cage. And um, yeah, it's going to be bad. Then he eats him. He eats Tyler. Bye, Tyler. Yep. So so because they hear these yells, Samuel tells the brothers they're allowed to grab their weapons again. that They just got stripped of and they go into the cage area. Tyler's dead and Alpha's gone. And the big fancy, the big fancy blood pump with the devil's man, dead devil, dead man's blood is broken, so which means that they've got an hour or less until the alpha's back at full strength. Womp womp. 
play what? stupid okay. games with stupid prizes right sure sure whatever i don't like any of this but so dan's just like all right guys we're not catching anybody like we're fucking killing him this is stupid whatever the fuck concentration camp like torture shit guantanamo whatever stops now mm-hmm. we're just fucking taking we're taking him out and what if we survive it we're having a fucking family meeting it's time for us to talk and Christian is just wildly unimpressed with this whole thing. But anyway, so we got Samuel, Sam, and Christian together. And uh, Christian's pontificating of like if the Alpha could have gotten out. But no, no, he's there. And he rips his head off. Oh, no. Christian, Christian's gone. No, he doesn't really rip his head off. He gets his neck snapped. If the head well, was ripped yeah. off, that would make things difficult. So he gets That's his true. neck snapped. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's his next step. And Samuel shoots. And uh, the Alpha is talking to Sam, though. He's like, the boy with no soul, I've got plans for you. You'd be a perfect animal. And then right when he's about to bite Sam, because he's going to turn Sam, a possessed Christian. Sorry, you're correct. So Because Christian's now a fucking demon. Doses the alpha, <laughs> doses the alpha with the dead man's blood. Wait, and what the fuck just happened? And there's three demons there. What? Wait. And they all just Where appear. are these demons from? Where three demons from? show up. Christian's a demon. Two other demons appear. They dose the alpha, and all of them disappear. Okay. W T F. So here's the thing. All right. Would Christian not have a anti-possession tattoo? And are they who requires them? I mean, what do you mean who requires them? I'd be mean, like, oh fuck, like you can put something on me that keeps me from getting possessed. Tattoo I that mean, shit right here. Like you do that. He is a hunter, so you'd think he would. So or does that become invalid when you die? I don't know. I don't know. But so he did. He did. He's, oh, a, he's a demon. Possessed, possessed. Possessed. He's a demon now. And we get a slow clap. And they all, Sam, Dean, Gwen, and Samuel are all pretty confused at this point. And here's my and daddy. Here. Crowley. Uh, and, and Samuel is very upset about Christian. Yeah. Also, according to an interview with Guy Norman B, the director, uh, Mark Shepard requested that he was not in the opening credits. So Crowley's appearance would be a surprise, which I think is awesome. I love you, Mr. Yeah. Shepard. Yeah. So Samuel's very upset, wants Christian back right away because, you know, it's his actual family. Uh, and Crowley's like, sorry, he's been possessed for like a long time. What? I keep an I keep an eye on my investments. What? Yeah. And then, and and then Sam says, like, when it dawns on him, I just love it. Like, I kind of love, like, I'm not going to lie. At this point, I just start falling in love with soulless Sam. Because he yeah. just stops pretending that he doesn't have a soul. And he just starts, like, he starts being real, right? And he's just like, oh, shit, you're Crowley's bitch. And just, like, the things, like, I would say out loud. just like, oh. Yeah. And they're like, but Sam and Dean are like, what the fuck is your angle, Crowley? Like, what the fuck? And um, Crowley is his 
his typical cheeky self and doesn't give them an answer really other than to start saying that yeah we i know you're looking for purgatory location 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 vast underdeveloped and hell adjacent Mm. so he's gonna be an eve what like corporate developers are from hell what no never so and but also guess what sam and dean you've been my employees for a while thanks to your grandpa Mm -hmm. also not happy i got something of yours oh what's that what i got oh he's got sam's soul oh what you don't have the power for that you're, oh yeah, yeah. You're just I'm a not pu- a punk ass. <laughs> Go, Go ahead. You were like, "What was want to say the line?" <laughs> uh, it's just like you're not a. I'm not a punk ass crossroads demon. Punk ass crossroads. No, I'm not a punk ass. Like, oh, I'm oh. I'm the king of hell. What I am the king of motherfucking hell. And we almost had a bunch of lore on Kings of Hell this week. Like, god damn, there's a lot of lore and I've got a lot of shit going on. So uh someday we'll talk about Kings of Hell, but he's a goddamn king of hell. Ooh. So now daddy got more money than he's under the crossroads, Steven. He's a king. Ooh. He's got the mojo. He's uh can snap his fingers and uh could shove shove Sam back in the hole. So he's like, "I'm Charlie, you angels get it." And there's a very cute photograph of of the director of of Guy B or Guy Norman B of him. Like he's in a he's got a Ghostbuster shirt on, and him and like uh, Jared and Jensen are like flanking him, and they're doing the Charlie's Angels pose. Nice. It's like, yeah, me Charlie, you angels, bring me creatures higher on the food chain, better. And then he leaves. He just fucking leaves. Poof. Hmm. So Samuel's like, all right, I guess we're going to go get in the van. But Gwen is pissed. She's like, a demon's calling the shots? This is bullshit. And, uh, but Sam's get the like, van, Gwen. Just get the van. And this is Sam's- like, Gwen. I don't get yeah. that. I don't know. And, and Sam is also, Sam's on the same train as Gwen. She's like, what the, f-? he's like WTF working for a demon. And he, so Dean wants to know though, what was so important that you're the king of hell's cabana boy? Girls, money, hair. <laughs> hair. <laughs> fine. Yeah. But Samuel's like, just Samuel won't say. He's like, I've got my reasons. And just, you know, you need to make a move. We're family, but I'll, you know, you need to pull a bullet in me or step aside if you're not going to help. Is basically what Samuel tells Dean. And then Sam just pulls out his gun. Yeah, Sam's going to do it. <laughs> Sam's going to do it. He's like, Sam's like, okay. okay. And it just loves, like, got the nice thought. Just like, yeah, I guess I'll fucking shoot you. And this is what I kind of love, Soulless Sam. Because he's, like, he's yeah, just he like. Sold, he sold us out. He sold, he sold us out. Fuck this dude like and just that simple oh. that simplicity between what's right and what's wrong and just it's just like yeah fuck it yeah. i'll kill you yeah i love it so and then uh but but dean's like no no let him go we need to play ball with crowley until we figure things out and then we can go after crowley but let samuel go get the van gwen <laughs> uh, so samuel goes yeah 
And I have this quote, and I'm not sure which, if it goes with the before or the after. So I'm just going to put this quote that says, demons bone you every time, and Diana can tell me where it goes. Exactly. Oh, you don't have you did not re, you did not write that line down. God damn it! It's such a good line. Okay, Demons okay. bone you every time. Like I feel like that should be a bumper sticker, and you could take it either way, right? Because it's double entendre. Because you kind of want demons to bone you. Do I, you? Oh wait, that's just me. Okay. Anyways, so Sam and Dean are talking. <laughs> And they, and they, yeah, and they decide they just, they got to go along with the plan. They got to fucking work for Crowley to get Sam's soul back. And get boned. Um, until they find another way. And, and then we can track Crowley down and give that son of a bitch what's coming to him. Dad, nab it. You with me, Dean? Some bitch. You son of a bitch. But isn't the way he ends it, right? It's just like, you with me? He's so earnest. Go team. I love him. Go team. Right. Do we have casting couch this week? No. Okay. Then we. Can, I think we can just go because that's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got some good development. We got some good info on these characters, and uh, yeah. There we go. So we I gotta mean, find out what's happening next. Now we gotta find out what's happening next. Okay. What the fuck is Samuel really up to? Why is he doing this? Number one has not been answered. I don't know if we're gonna get that answer. Uh, but then, but more importantly, we know that Crowley has been sneaking around behind and has Sam's soul, and so knew all this was going on all along. Yeah. So you, you got a lot of reveals this this episode, being yeah. the first time watching through. So I guess some things. Okay. So I guess you thought that you a you knew Samuel was bad. Right, that's not. Yeah, weird. I didn't trust. I didn't trust Samuel for sure. Did okay. not trust Samuel. All right, so I think it's also. Well, actually, we can start from the beginning because Sam doesn't have a soul. Is that what you thought was wrong with Sam? I well, well, I will say I tried to ignore it, but I'd heard allusions to there being a soulless section of the series with Sam. And since there was something off about him, I'd kind of wondered if that's what this was. So you kind of had suspicions, but you're yeah. just like, okay, that could be okay. So that was a variety real. of things still. So that was a big reveal. And then um, knowing, so I we had also seen a hint that the Campbells were catching alphas because we saw that with the gin. And so I was like, oh shit, they're trapping the, the big dogs and they're going to, I figured they're doing some crazy experiments on them or something. I didn't think they were doing that. Yeah. It does feel like very, I like, I even like knowing, like it still feels very experimenty, right? Like if yeah. you take something and you're like putting it in a van, I'm feeling very like, uh, the Adam season of Buffy where they were capturing the hostels and like putting them yeah, in the ground weird. and testing mm-hmm. on them, right? So I feel yeah. kind of that, but okay. So we got that. We had Grandpa, and then Grandpa working for my Daddy Crowley. Like, did you see? Don't that? be mad at Crowley. I mean, I know Crowley's a demon, but don't make me mad at him. Why are you mad at him? What's he doing? He's just doing his job. He's just being Crowley. But he, but he could have. Hmm. But he's had issues with the brothers before, and they were supposed to. He was supposed to leave them alone. I mean, they haven't really, like, run into each other. Not, not since they burned his, or almost burned his bones. 
Right. So, I mean, that was the last time they saw them. So, I mean, like, it wasn't like he was withholding things. He just hadn't seen them. I don't, I don't blame Crowley at all. And Samuel, hmm. though, he's a shitbag. But he is working for something. We don't know what he's working for, but it must be something very important. He wants something. He wants something. He wants something bad enough that maybe that it had something to do with him coming out of heaven for it, supposedly. So, oh, that's also interesting. Um, another thing, another fact that that he was in heaven. So that also happened. Well, we we knew that. Well, they had said that before that they had pulled him from above and 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 Sam from below, but. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Everything is weird. I don't know. It's upside down. It's backwards, man. Land. Ugh. I don't know. But I'm glad that that we've got someone with some instinct leading the way now because that was concerning. Wait, who's the someone with instinct? Dean compared to Sam. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, who's leading? But like, what are they leading? Like, are they like, because Sam's just been kind of going along with shit. He hasn't been leading anything. He's right. just been following Samuel. No, that's true. Yeah. But so now he's just going to keep following, but he's going to follow Dean instead. But now Dean is Crowley's bitch. It was really what this comes down to. And not, and knowingly, right? Before, like, you know, they may have captured some things, like, inadvertently. But now he is directly Crowley's bitch. Valid, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but so, do you think this episode was a bummer? I didn't think it was a bummer. I thought it was interesting because I think you were well. A, I like I like Alpha Vamp too. Um, I do. And, I and like such, him. And he's, and he's such a good actor, and it's just a good character. I really like it. Um, so I think that was cool. And then uh, I think finally getting the reveal of figuring out what the fuck's going on with Sam, and getting the Samuel like some. We still don't know all of it, but we know kind of what's going on was sort a really of, big relief like i still don't understand kind of. why i mean i guess like why samuel no we don't know any of that we don't know why samuel we don't like, know why he was like, motivated we just know if it was crowley who like pulled him who why samuel like why was this the hunter that you picked was it because he was related like so he decided like because we know, like, so far we know that he's going after these things, right? And we know yeah. he's the king of hell and he has pulled Sam and Samuel. Was it just for alliteration? Like, what, like, symmetry? Like, I, why those two? Why not, like, other hunters who may have been, like, better hunters in the world? I don't know. It's I weird. don't know. It's a weird choice. I think Crowley has a boner for the Winchesters. That's, I'm just putting that out there. Okay. So Crowley has a boner for the Winchesters is where Liz stands in this episode, but not a bummer. No. It's, but it's not a happy one, but it's not a bummer. Not a bummer. Not a bummer. All right. So on not a bummer, we'll end this. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get a production. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studio Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.